Welcome to our first bite side episode of the Inside Edge podcast, where we will be diving back into previous episodes of the podcast to give you a quick hit of inspiration to continue your journey. After seeing Sophie Devine score a massive 100 in the recent game of WBBL, I initially wanted to play a clip of where she talked about batting, the changes in technique and how she found a way to get through tough periods to make a big score. However, when watching her bat over the weekend, my favourite part was seeing her smile once reaching triple figures. It wasn't a massive celebration, but you could certainly see how content she was, and it reminded me of how far she's come, from having panic attacks and completely breaking down just at the thought of walking out on a cricket field. Rather than dive into a physical approach to the game, which is well worth listening to if you check out the full version of the podcast, I thought it would serve as a good reminder that if you're struggling, things can and will get better. Be kind to yourself, lean on your support network, and know that you, like Sophie, can turn things around to find joy again. Let's dive in. Aggie's dealing with depression, and it's one of those things that you're never cured of, you're never fixed, you're never, you know, you're never going to see it again. And for me, before that time, I probably was of the, the mindset and mentality. I didn't fully grasp it, and I didn't understand it. I absolutely, you know, had empathy for people that... Um, you know, we're, we're battling with a mental health, whether it was depression or anxiety. But for me, I, you know, when people say, oh, you know, I can't get out of bed, I don't have the motivation, I'm just so down, I, I couldn't understand that. I couldn't comprehend that until I found myself, I was one of those people where I did not want to get out of bed and I did not want to see anyone. And going into big crowds made me anxious and um, it sort of all clicked for me. So at the time, it was it was hard it was shit it was tough and it was um it wasn't nice do you know what I mean but coming through the other side and that's probably the really important message is that there is another side and and you will get through it um it might take a couple of months it might take a couple of years it might take longer but there there is always another end to it um and for me the tools and strategies I learned through that time I guess I was really fortunate I was able to see um, a couple of different psychologists and counsellors just being able to talk through it lots of tears lots of tissues um, lots of snot running out my nose because I was blubbering mess Um, I was I was using medication as well to help me through that time and and like I said earlier the yoga became a really important aspect of my I guess recovery Um, the cricket was a really interesting one for me because I guess in the lowest parts of my depression, I didn't want to have anything to do with cricket. I couldn't stand the sight of it. I didn't want to train. I didn't want to watch it. I don't want to talk about it. Um, The idea of even playing cricket again, I couldn't imagine anything worse, which for someone who was a professional cricketer um, was pretty tough. Um, And I didn't really know how I was ever going to get back playing, um, playing again. And again, like I said, I was really fortunate. I had some great support and professional help to, you know, work my way back into that environment. And it did take a lot of time. You know, I'm talking close to 12, 18 months till I felt comfortable back in that space again. But like I remember I missed a tour. And that was probably one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make was missing a New Zealand tour because of my mental health. And I remember at the time, I just wanted someone to make the decision for me because I couldn't make it. Um, I felt like I was letting people down whatever I chose, whether I went or whether I didn't. Um, but I'm really glad I decided not to go in the end because I was in no mental space, headspace to be playing into 
international cricket. And yeah, for steps back to getting into that New Zealand environment again, were really tough. I remember um, it would have been one of the first years I came back and we were playing out at Lincoln and Christchurch in New Zealand and we stay pretty much at the ground and it's um, a two minute walk from, from your accommodation to the ground. And uh, I remember waking up that morning and it, it is, it's really like a black cloud sort of hangs over you. And I thought, oh, you know, come on, let's, let's give it the crack day of the game. Um, so I remember walking over full of anxiety and, you know, sensing a panic attack was almost brewing um, and just trying to work through those strategies of breathing and, you know, let's just, you know, you've done this before. Let's just try, you know, what, what would you normally do before this? And so, okay, all right, well, I'll do what any cricketer does. I'll, I'll walk out into the middle and I'll have a look at the pitch and pretend I know what's, what the pitch is going to play like. And I remember getting to the middle and I just broke down in tears, um, just overwhelmed with emotion, sadness. And um, luckily at the time, the coach sort of came over and obviously knew sort of what was going on and, and sort of said, look, don't, don't worry about playing like it. There is no rush. You don't need to do this. We can try again another day. And, and I remember literally just walking off the field and going straight back. And I actually slept through, I reckon, three quarters of that game. It was a 50-over game too. Yeah. I, was, I was absolutely exhausted from that, you know, 200-metre walk to the middle of the wicket and back again. I was absolutely cooked because the emotion, the anxiety, everything that, that came with that, you know, it was probably an 20 minutes but I was I was cooked after that and and you know it was a lot of instances like that whether it was during games whether it was at trainings whether it was you know even at the gym there were a lot of I guess stumbling blocks on my return to playing it's not you know yep sweet you're all good you can jump straight back into it so yeah it certainly was a long process and there's times now where I still feel similar emotions where I'll get really anxious or I'll I'll feel like I'm starting to get a panic attack. My chest will tighten up, my breathing will go. Um, and I guess going back to those tools that I learned with the breathing, staying centred, talking to people are all really valuable things now that I know I can call on and, and know that I'll be okay and can work through it, which I guess back then I, I didn't know and I couldn't see how I was going to get through it. Um, that's, that's a really cool story in terms of, the lessons learnt, but also the tools that you're still using it now. So it's not like you get to this place where everything's fine and dandy and we're all happy and life's great. Um, it's a continual battle in terms of managing it. And what is your, you say your breathing, do you have like a formal meditation practice or is that within your yoga or is it just kind of when you need it? What does that look like? Yeah, it can be pretty varied to be honest. I, um, I've got a couple of different apps that I sort of, I can rotate through. My favourite one's Insight Timer, which is pretty much just a massive, um, yeah, a catalogue of different meditations, which, I mean, I use a meditation every night before I go to sleep. Um, throughout the day, if I'm feeling like I just need to chill out, unwind or whatever, being able to chuck one on, even simple things like during the middle of a game, it could be just the fact of counting my breasts up to 10 and counting back down again. It's just something to... Uh, um, take my mind off whatever it's thinking about, usually, you know, blowing things out of proportion or whatever. So it can be as simple as, yeah, literally counting to 10 and back down again um, can have, you know, a really calming effect. Thanks for tuning in. Many of you have asked if there's any way to watch the interviews and in some exciting news, we'll be launching a YouTube channel with loads of podcasts as well as bonus episodes and short clips. 
As always, we'd very much appreciate if you can rate and review the podcast, as well as following us at Inside Edge Project on any of the social media channels. I'm looking forward to having you along next time.